0: Welcome, welcome to the F3 Podcast, where we discuss all things that pertain to faith, family, and the finances. We are your hosts today. I'm Dr. Lionel M. Blair Sr. And I'm sitting next to the most holy, <laughs> the most wonderful, the beautiful, sainted mother herself, St. Jasmine the First. Dr. Jasmine Blair. We got a good one for you today, as always.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the F3 Podcast. If this is your first time here, listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Hit the notification bell so you'll be notified every time we premiere a new episode. Be sure to take us with you on the go. You can find the F3 Podcast wherever your favorite podcasts are streamed. Also, check out the links in the description box in the show note. You can find out how you can get access to our books and some of our other products and services. And you can find out how you can become an avid supporter of the F3 podcast. And if you have a show topic or suggestion, go ahead and click that same support link and you can drop us a voicemail. And your topic may be the topic of the next episode. So today's topic is very interesting um, because a lot of people today. Have an issue with this And we're finding this You know, whether it's in the church Whether it's in the professional arena Whether it's in the personal arena A lot of people are struggling With this concept of loyalty So we're definitely going to get into this today So I'm going to kick this over to you What would you say Is a state of loyalty in the church? Let's start there first
0: There ain't hardly none From my experience There ain't hardly no loyalty OK, uh, 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 unless, of course, you're in um a denomination of some sort. Mm. Well, I look at people who are. Let's say Kojic, right? Mm-hmm. I look at people who are Kojic. I met a lot of Kojic people and Baptists. OK, I met a lot of Kojic people and a lot of Baptist people. Those are some of the most denominationally dedicated folk you will ever meet. That's true. God could come down from heaven and say, "Hey, <laughs> I want you to do something different," and baby, they will stay right there, mm. or they will find a way. I I I met a pastor one time. You know, she was oh, um, Lord. you know, you know, I I I did some ministry work with her for a short period of time, and um. And uh, she came out of Kojic, mm-hmm. and the Lord specifically told her, "I'm calling you to implement a different model here, mm-hmm. right?" And uh, she, imp- she, her church wasn't Kojic, but she implemented Kojic's programs, YPWW, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, giving people titles as missionary. Mm-mm. I'm like mission, missionary. I'm like, is this a Kojic church? Tell me you're Kojic without telling me you're Kojic, right? If you have YPWW, if you got missionary, missionary, so and so in your church. Uh, well, one one young lady, she 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 was around my age, and they call her mother because she had a mother in spirit. What in the world?
1: Can't be a 25 year old mother in the church that just. It don't work. Maybe
0: naturally, but not not. And of course, this lady went from a pastor to a bishop to an apostle all in three years. But we're not going to talk about that. But mm. the point is,
1: and that don't even make sense because you can't be no woman apostle at college
0: anyway. No, <laughs> that's why I, you know, you can't be no woman apostle. I don't see no women pastors. Okay, and uh, I don't see no women prophets in there like that. The women prophets, they give them titles as evangelists. That's the most you're going to be.
1: Now, I heard somebody say
0: some branches
1: of Kojic is a little different. and You got some that allow women to be prophets and prophetesses. But I haven't seen that. I've I've done a deep study to look for it, but I haven't seen it. It would be nice if we could find it, but I I I haven't seen it. it. Outside of that one individual that mentioned that, I I haven't seen it. So it may exist,
0: but it's, it's rare. You know, so some some of the men they may call them prophets. They may call them prophets, but if you're an elder, you elder. Mm-hmm. You you, you ain't elder prophet. And Even some of the men I've seen as
1: elders and bishops, they they they'll hint every now and then at being a prophet, but they won't just come out and say it. Nobody comes out and says it.
0: Right. So, so you know, a lot of these people they they're, they're loyal to their denominational upbringing mm-hmm. and um I mean there's some Koji folk they'll fight you over coaching mm-hmm. all right now they don't feel that way about the church university you just feel that way about coaching okay understandable if 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 something has blessed you that much but hasn't really blessed you that much but but the state of loyalty in the church overall Mm-hmm. You know, unless you are really in unless you're really established in your denomination and the culture of your denomination, is, it's like zero to none. Mm-hmm. How do I know there's no loyalty in the church like that? First of all, look at how many relationships break up. We're not even gonna talk about church hoppers yet. Mm-hmm. Look at how many friendships break up. How is it that y'all two are Christians and y'all can't reconcile? Mm-hmm. Come on now. That just means that somebody got pride and somebody's unwilling to admit that they was wrong. Mm. Don't you know it's a commandment to reconcile? Come on. The only time you don't reconcile with a person is when they're unrepentant. That part. Okay. But nowadays, we don't give a person a chance to repent. Mm-mm. And then y'all be having your little divisive divination dreams. And then here, here come these di- divination little prophets come and try to confirm Ooh, you know, a lot of these. Listen, a lot of these prophecies that y'all are receiving. Okay. it It, 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 it is not supposed to trump what Jesus specifically said.
1: Come on. That's how you know they're not
0: testing the spirit. No. No, because, see, familiar spirits give information all the time, okay? Familiar spirits give information, and this is something I had to learn in the prophetic. Familiar spirits give information all the time. They want to talk to you. They want to reveal to you information, okay? And this is why you got to watch some of these prophets that, that 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 can expose stuff, but they can't bring nothing, they can't bring reconciliation to nothing. Right. I long for the day that we have prophets in the church point out so and so in the back and say, "Hey, I know you. I I know you sit here. You visiting this revival, but the Lord says that you need to go back to your pastor and some and apologize and submit. Mm. Or the Lord says you have a problem with with uh, with so and so. Sister watermelon on the other side of the pew. You have a problem with sister watermelon, <laughs> and the Lord says y'all need to reconcile. See, this this is this, this, that's real prophetic ministry. But see, the problem
1: is the loyalty message is not popular. What's popular is the haters, what's popular is the cutting people off, the popular is walking into your new season. All of this false self-affirmation that causes you to defy what's in the word. That's what's popular for people. Yeah. That's exactly what's popular for people. You,
0: you want to know what the word is for a lot of you? go back and get your God ordained relationships right because God did not change his mind mm-hmm. just because you changed your heart oh that's good he he's not listen it's very listen i I listen I study scripture okay this is my life this is who I am this is what I do okay I've studied the scripture it's hard for God to change his mind hmm can he change his mind? Yes, but it's hard for God to change his mind. And yeah. I guarantee he ain't changed his mind for little old you. Mm. I know you think you're a wonder. You think you're somebody. All right. But your life proves that you're still just an average Joe. All right. So you need to just get your little self together, humble yourself a little bit. Okay. Recognize where you is wrong. Okay. And try to make your wrong right. Now I want to
1: take this to a different angle. Yes. Because we're in a, a time where in our generation where people are heavily talking about, you know, church hurt and oh, leadership control and you know, uh what's considered church abuse and all of this stuff. And I recognize there are legitimate cases of that. Yes, there
0: is. All
1: right. There's always le- legitimate cases of these things unfortunately. But the Skew and cancel culture ideology that's coming into the church is causing people to have a lack of loyalty. And I think that's the piece that we're not talking about in these conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of the popular ones that I've seen, we've all seen these memes on, on the internet and all forms of social media. Well, just so somebody leave my church don't mean we still can't be friends. You know, that's, you know, this, right. this ain't a gang or this ain't a cult or whatever it says. But here's the thing. What is your friend? First of all, is this person really your friend? Because I find that nine times out of 10, most of these people don't want to be friends until the person leaves. Come be, on, then you want to go be friends so really you can find out the T of why they left, right? They, they wasn't your friend before, but now all of a sudden, y'all, for we can still be friends,
0: we can hang out
1: for what you didn't want to hang out with them for the last seven years. Why you <laughs> hang out with them now, right? You didn't hang out with them last two years, but now you wouldn't even sit next to them, but now all of a sudden, that's your friend. Hmm so we we call and the bible says what mark those that cause division that, among you That's true. so if a person and no this does not happen in every case sometimes people just 99 percent of the time people just transition just for different normal non-divisive uh, reasons somebody might move somebody might take a job somewhere you know whatever it is they may go start something else you know they may be somebody who's Working in one department, they may get a job at another ministry that's somewhere else. All right. That happens. But in these incidents, we cannot be so blind to blanketly loyal. Everything is somebody's good intentions that we don't see stuff for what it is. Right. And that we cause a disloyalty to the very place that God has sent us. Right. And that is where it becomes concerning. You cannot... Be loyal to the place that God has sent you to, up until well, you don't like the fact that somebody left, or why why we can't talk to them, or this, that, and the third. And we did a whole episode on that. Yeah. You know, can you still be friends with them? Because it really depends on the case and the situation. It does. But if you now claim loyalty to a person who's no longer that that you didn't even like, can, can we be honest? All you didn't even like the person. Now all of a sudden they're your BFF. Right. Something's wrong. Something's wrong something's wrong. So we, we have a loyalty. Then you go over to the opportunists, right? Right. Because these are the ones that are only loyal to an opportunity. How big and, and how fast can I grow my name, my gift, my ministry Right. Um. before it's time for me to go to the next place. So then you have those in the church. They're, they're serving, you know, they're flowing, they're functioning, but yet they're loyal to themselves. Right. So they're not even loyal to the person that's trying to tear the church up. They're just loyal to themselves. That's right. So anytime the, the mission, the vision of the church, the ministry does not serve me, and my season's up. So you go from this church, you stay there about six months a year. Go to this church, you stay there about a year. You go to this church, you stay about three months. Then you go to this church, you try to stay a little, be good and stay about eighteen months. Next thing you know, <laughs> you've been to five, six, seven churches in the last five years. Right. Loyalty to self. There, there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself, being mindful of yourself. You see what I'm saying? Being tentative to your spiritual growth. We're not talking about that. Right. But if you're loyal to yourself, you're only in it for what's going to benefit you in the wrong sense. What's going to blow me up is the mindset that a lot of people have today. And people are skipping out on discipleship. People are skipping out on processing and development because they're trying to blow up. Right. Just because you have a call don't mean it's time.
0: Right. For real.
1: Come on now. Jesus had more schooling than some of (laughs) y'all. Like, what the world? Right. You've been saved six months. Now you got a whole ministry? How? Right. How?
0: And I've seen that
1: happen. You go start a ministry. You're a pastor. You've never even served as anybody's elder. You
0: fresh out of jail trying to pastor.
1: You, I've seen that too firsthand. I've seen that too. Person get out of jail. Oh, we this person getting ordained as an elder. I'm like, okay, not saying they didn't have a relationship with the Lord, but they ain't even been out of jail 30 days. And you gonna make them an elder and give them authority over these people that's been here serving? No,
0: Hmm.
1: no, that 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 ain't it. Yeah, loyalty to self,
0: loyalty to self. And and see, and see, you got to. See, people's loyalty have to be measured because everybody's it. loyal loyal to something. Mm-hmm. Everybody is Everybody. loyal to something. First of all, let's let's define law. Right? We're just gonna Google it. Okay, we're <laughs> gonna Google it. <laughs> Go, Google my favorite dictionary. It says, "What giving or showing firm or firm and constant support or allegiance." To mm. a person or institution. So loyalty is about your allegiance. You know, we sta- We was taught to, to stand up and pledge allegiance to the flag. They were trying to indoctrinate us then. Mm. I pledge allegiance to the flag. and You know, <laughs> uh, back in vacation Bible school, we pledged allegiance to the Christian flag. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, in vacation Bible school. So... The thing about it is, <laughs> you, you. What is your allegiance? Who, where is your allegiance? Where does your allegiance lie? Come on, because you can't be loyal and neutral. Okay, you can't be loyal and neutral. You are. You have your allegiance to something or someone. Okay, see, 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 see opportunists. They're loyal to themselves, but they project like their loyalty is just 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 to whoever. But when it comes to being loyal, now we talked about the church, right? So so now let, let's talk about relationships overall. Okay. If you title someone as a friend, mm-hmm. okay. If someone is your friend, then guess what? That title automatically requires loyalty. Mm-hmm. See, that's why y'all gotta be careful y'all call friend because y'all trying to be loyal to folks ain't loyal to you. Mm, That's good. And guess what? Loyalty and allegiance is going to be tested. See, 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 these relationships are of God, they're in the Bible. The Bible talks about there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Friendship is in the Bible. Y'all, some of y'all don't have no friends really. And then, and, and, then, and then sometimes the friends you do have, you can't work through the difficult spots in the relationship. That part. And that's why people can't stay married.
1: Right. This, this is why So all these people. This is why we're not a fan of dating. This is why I say people think it's crazy. But if you can't be friends with the person, you don't need to marry them. If you can't work through a disagreement with a friend, what makes you think you're going to tolerate working through a disagreement with a spouse for years and years and years on end? Right. A lot of y'all are poor spouses because you were a bad friend. You never learned how to be a good
0: friend. That's why you're a bad spouse. And, 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 and you're a bad spouse and you attract bad spouse. So both of y'all doing mm-hmm. each other in.
1: <laughs>
0: but see, if someone is your friend, like like like, there's very few people I label as a friend. Right. You know, a friend is somebody that I would go to bat for. A yeah. friend is somebody I'm gonna get involved in your beef. Yeah, if I consider you a friend, can't nobody mess. Certain people can't nobody mess with. Them. I don't got a whole lot of them, but I got a few. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, 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 if I call you a friend, that means that if you need me for anything, okay, I'm coming. I, mm-hmm. if, if I gotta cancel my stuff, that's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because that's the kind of friend I am. If 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 you are my friend and you make a a, a terrible mistake, first thing I'm gonna say is, okay, how are we gonna fix this? Mm. Notice notice the language. Mm-hmm. And I have done this before to people who turned out not to be my friend, but I said, how are we gonna fix this? You know, I stand with you through the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. You know, when it comes to my friends, I don't care about my reputation. Because mm-hmm. some of y'all care about your reputation, that's why you don't hang around certain people. That's why you don't post certain people on your wall, but you talk to them in private. Mm.
1: Uh
0: oh. That's why you don't take pictures with certain people. See, I don't care about all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't. I don't care about all that. You know, and I've, I've literally had people not really want to associate, you know, with me because of what their ministry colleagues had to say. Kick mm-hmm. rocks, baby. Bye. <laughs> First of all, I don't know them jokers and they don't know me, bunch of suckers. That, that's something
1: that we got to fix in the body of Christ. Well, this is a quick sidebar from loyalty. Yes. We just got to talk about integrity and etiquette. How in the world do you serve God and you serve the same God as Sister Watermelon, You've never met Sister Watermelon. You've never been in nobody church that knows Sister Watermelon. How do you not like somebody that you've never met? How do you have anything? You don't have a right. How do you have anything negative to say about the person? Now, you might not like something they preached or you might have a different view on something they wrote or said that you saw on the Internet you cannot is it's not humanly possible to not like somebody you no. never even had the chance to be in the same room with i could disagree with what you say that's crazy that's not biblical at all right i could disagree what you, you say not like somebody you don't know right it might turn out to be funny it might turn out to be hilarious sometimes you get a certain view of people online and it, the, oh I told you, this, that's a whole nother episode, because yeah. I told you it's a lot of unsafe people in the church that don't have common sense and they don't have interpersonal relationships. You cannot not like somebody you've never met. You haven't even had the privilege to be in the same room with them to not like them. What are you basing your not like on? You're childish and you don't know how to communicate. How do you not like somebody? And then my God, these are preachers. Oh yeah, you don't oh, like yeah. somebody because they the worst
0: what? ones. They, oh, they you don't like they,
1: somebody you don't met.
0: They worse than the lay members. That's crazy. The preachers worse than the lay members. You know, listen, I can disagree with something somebody say, but I don't have a right not to li- not like them. Exactly. I can I can disagree with your. Do- I got friends. We we disagree doctrinally, mm-hmm. but we still friends. That's right. Matter of fact, we joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> We joke about it. One guy told me, he said, I'm going to talk to your spiritual father about, about your jacked up eschatology. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But it's a joke. Right. It's a joke. So so, so, so you can you cannot agree with certain things about people. I, I mean, one time there was somebody, uh, uh, actually before they joined our ministry, they sat down and had lunch with us, right? Because, see, they thought I was just some mean old tyrant, mm-hmm. right? They thought I was a mean old tyrant. And see, a lot of y- a lot of y'all have soft skin in the church. You can't take nothing. You a bunch of weak little punks in the church. Yes, that's 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 what you are. You can't sit under nothing. In you can't sit under nothing with no soldier. weight. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you don't like to be challenged in nothing. Mm-hmm. Sick of church, folks. Anyway, so. So so anyway, so because you know I'm very passionate about what I teach and what mm. I preach and I teach with authority. People don't like that. The Pharisees were like, who is this the scribes Pharisees like who is this man that teach with such authority? Yeah, that's I, what made them mad
1: about Jesus before before we even got to the king of the Jews part. They were how dare
0: how dare he? Who is he? Yeah. Yeah, he taught with authority. I teach with authority. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's just the way God wired me. I don't think I'm better than nobody else. I'm just, I'm just stewarding my part of the kingdom. That's it. All right. All right. That's the, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just standing in my lane and, and being who God made me to be. But anyway, so this particular young lady had came to us, you know, wanted to, you know, go out to eat with us and stuff like that. And then she was like, you know what, Apostle player, you a cool dude. <laughs> you know, You know. I'm glad I really got, got, got a chance to sit down and see you chilled out like this. Because people think because I'm always uptight all the time because of what I post. Are you kidding me? If I was always uptight, I wouldn't be able to have a family. Come on. I wouldn't be able to have a wife, children. I wouldn't be able to have friends, for Christ's sake. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't be able to do some of the stuff that I like to do. You know? And then I started showing showing people more my humanity side. You know, the the fact that I like to grill. I like my grill. I I like to cook on my grill. That's a hobby of mine. You, you understand what I'm saying? I like to do other stuff, but, you know, you know, uh, you don't have a right not to like somebody. And I know we getting off here, but it's good. It's good stuff right here. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a right not to like somebody. And see, some of y'all, some of y'all could really get to know somebody and they could really become a good friend of yours. Mm-hmm. They could really become good friends. You know God specializes in making uh, uh, making people friends who don't like Him. Mm. Look at Paul. Mm. Okay, huh? First of all, look at all the folks that He saved. Mm. Look at all the testimonies of witches and warlocks being saved. Mm. People that didn't even like God, God touched their life, mm. huh? God God touched their life, and, and guess what? They became tender-hearted towards God. And end up becoming some of God's best, best people. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, yeah. See, the Bible says a lot of y'all don't have friends because you ain't friendly. Mm-hmm. See, see, sometimes all you need to do is be friendly. You know, my grandma used to tell me that all the time, you know, because, you know, growing up, Growing up, it was kind of hard to have friends and make friends and stuff like that. My grandma used to say, "If you want friends, you must show yourself friendly." <laughs> <laughs> if you if you want friends, you must show yourself friendly because because you know I had anger problems. You know, I had anger problems. Picture <laughs> saying, I, that. yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, I had anger problems. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, you know, because people used to pick at me all the time. So so you know, I had I, I developed real serious anger problems. <laughs> Um rage problems But anyway, so 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 yeah, a, a, a lot of you don't have friends because you ain't friendly. And then, of course, if you ain't friendly, how can you be loyal? Because friendship is a it is it is a type of relationship that requires loyalty. Mm-hmm. See, brothers normally brothers. Brothers, you know that, that that requires loyalty too. But you find more brothers stabbing each other in the back than friends. Mm-hmm. You find more brothers stabbing yourselves in the back, st- stab each other in the back than friends do. But see, loyalty is this though. Again, it's about your allegiance to a person. You know, and see, we don't we we don't want to dedicate our, our allegiance to anything or anybody because we want our options to pick up and go. Which leads me to my next point.
1: When loyalty is tested, that's when you know that you truly have loyalty. I don't trust no loyalty. When, loyalty it's, tested. when it's tested. You know how, you know, you get a car and you say, oh, I got good car insurance. You really know how good that car insurance is when you actually have to use it. Come on. When you actually have to use it when you actually have to call and go through the process and how they treat you and how they treat them and how they move with the paperwork you know do they check on you do they make sure you are all right and if you really find out how good that insurance really is when you actually need it yeah not not the price and not what they say when you actually need it when you need it that's when you find out how good it actually is that's the same principle with loyalty you find out where that loyalty really lies when it is tested <clears throat> and when it's pulled upon, when you need it most. And I find that many believers who are still immature in loyalty, they love to do what I call walking the line of neutrality.
0: Come on, come on. Walking
1: the line of neutrality. And let me put this simply. When your Lord, let me, let's go back to this example we used in the beginning. Okay. Sister watermelon been going to ABC church for eight years now. Sister Watermelon been on the praise team. Sister Watermelon been doing outreach. She's been doing all kinds of stuff. And then here comes somebody else. uh, Profit to her about her ministry is too big for ABC Church. She need to go start EDFG Church. Now she's torn. Torn. How are you torn? And you don't know uh, Prophet Biscuit. (laughs) You just met Prophet Biscuit at the conference. Well, I I, I received the word, but I don't know. First of all, we got to stop receiving words that we don't test. And this is how you know most of these people have not been through no prophetic training. This is School of Prophets 101. We'll get y'all this for free. Every word must be tested to see if it by the Spirit to see if it's of God. Right. Not just the negative words, not just the words that sound like a word curse, not just the words that tell you no or not yet. Every prophetic word needs to be tested by the spirit. Right. All of this is what people get themselves in
0: trouble. Right. Because
1: if it's positive, oh, yeah, Jesus, I received. just because it's positive don't mean that that was from God. That's right. You felt the first test because because you liked it and because it met a soulish desire in you. You didn't actually test the word or ask God anything about it. So then when it don't happen, well, God, I thought that you didn't ask him. Right. You didn't ask him. You should never find yourself on the fence of loyalty between those that have been loyal to you and those who you who are just coming into your life. Come on. Now that that's not specifically in the scripture. This, this is me talking. You should never find yourself on the fence of loyalty. Don't know what to do. Don't know who to choose when you just met somebody. That doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah. If I go knock on my door, uh, my neighbors next door and 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 there's an issue between them and the new neighbors, okay. I've been knowing y'all for a minute. I don't know them. They they just got there a couple about a month ago. Right. So if if there's an actually an issue, I can attest to the type of neighbors they have been. I don't really know them.
0: And see, here's the thing, and this is how I know a, a, a lot of folks are opportunists, mm-hmm. even if they're secret opportunists.
1: Yep. A lot of them opportunists don't even know it. It's subconscious. Right,
0: right. Mm. You know, and, and, and then especially, well, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but instead of working your issues out with people that that have been there with you, been there for you, been there through the fire, been there and, and have helped you and you've helped them, you know, y'all... y'all you know, you rather let somebody new come in. I've seen this. I've seen this, and and I'm and I was baffled by it. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all got to be careful. Some of these new voices trying to come in your life
1: mm-hmm.
0: to break up covenant relationships. Exactly. Because then, guess what? You have broken away from a source of life. Come on. From a source of support, and then they're only going to be there for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, because their assignment was to pull you away. Mm-hmm. Their assignment was to pull you away. You know, I see this in movies. I see this in real life.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: you know, you 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 be there, click tight with a friend, and then you got somebody trying to pull somebody away. You got somebody trying to pull somebody away, and 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 and, and guess what? They they come at you in the vulnerable time when you're working out issues. That's key. When you so pay attention to a, to to the, to the timing when a person comes in your life when you're working out so uh, working out so because guess what friends go through difficult times yeah come on now mistakes are made on either side there aint there ain't no perfect friend okay ain't no perfect friend all right guess what y'all eventually personalities gonna clash something is going to clash mm-hmm. okay and guess what and guess what? It is the job between them to work it out. The Bible says you you gotta you got something going on with your brother. Go to your brother alone and work it out. You supposed to be involving nobody else. Okay, so pay attention to when people want to come into your life at a vulnerable time in your most cherished relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 telling you, I'm telling you, because most likely it's an assignment from hell. I don't care how nice they are, baby. They want to take you out to eat. they they If you got kids, they'll babysit your kids. Baby, they will give you bill money. Okay, they will offer all kind of assistance to show that they can. And it's all to get you to trust. Mm-hmm. Like Samson, lay your head in their lap. Mm, okay, wh- while they while they snip at your strength. Come on. And then guess what? The relationship is supposed to have longevity. You leave that and then you get weaker after a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Think you strong, but you're weak. And by the time you realize it, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You did, you got to be restored all over again. So yeah, you the the watermelon got to
0: start all over again. Yeah, you you, you, sh- you should have just worked that little issue out with your friend you see what I'm saying, and, and and then once it once it was worked out, it would have been worked out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying, but you let somebody else come in, and see this is this 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 uh, this happens in church too, mm-hmm. when you start having an issue with the with with the leader, or when ministry the church start look like it's going in the direction that you don't know what's going on, or you don't understand, or whatever, and then here come another voice. Uh, or you go to another voice. Or you go to another voice, which 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 is
1: out of order either way. Because we've got some of them in too. Well, my pastor, okay, did, did you tell your pastor what you're telling me? Because you don't know me. Yeah, for real. You, me we've about never that. met. You don't know <laughs> me from a canopy. You've never been in the same room with me. Why are you telling me all of this? Go, did you tell your pastor this? Well, they're not gonna listen to me. Okay, did you try?
0: Yeah.
1: How about you call the church secretary? or whoever, and try. Set up a meeting, and then see what they said. Don't say your pastor's not going to listen to you when you didn't even attempt.
0: Yeah, if you talk to the top elder or something in the church, some kind of chain of command in the church, something. They're not going to listen to me. You didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
1: eight times out of ten in those conversations, the person never tried. No. And then of those that went back and tried, nine out of ten got a, a very surprising response positively. They were not expecting. Man.
0: Only cowards do that. Mm-hmm. Only cowards do that. They are afraid to talk to the leader about their concerns or, or or the leadership structure, chain of command, or however that ministry goes. Okay? They are afraid to talk to the leader, but they'll talk to everybody else. You a punk. Mm-hmm. You a punk. Anybody who do that, I'll say it to your face. You a punk. All right? Because see, you're supposed to go to the person Okay, or to the institution, the structure, hierarchy, however they go, okay, that you have your concerns about. Mm -hmm. Y'all be going all over Facebook. Y'all be talking to your friends about stuff you should be talking to other folk about.
1: Mm -hmm. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, I remember one time um, on the internet, there was a very well-known apostle. I won't mention their name, but um, they were addressing some discord that was going on in their ministry. And there was a couple that had left. And then they were going around texting and calling all the members in the church. Yeah. And she called it out. You know, this was this was streamed online. She called it out openly because it's not just the fact that you felt the need to transition. You're now spreading that to other people. Yeah. You're now spreading it to other people. And she was saying, y'all, y'all shouldn't even receive these texts and these phone calls. Right. Y'all should have been rebuking them when y'all got them is what she was saying. Right because there was there was no need for all of that
0: right and it's the responsibility of the senior leader to protect the ministry that God gave them mm-hmm. God gave them so if you if you leave divisively they have the right to call you out openly and, mm-hmm. and and expose what you're doing openly before the congregation and you know
1: and that that's biblical yes and you know that thing that created a whole, from where I sit, that's a whole privacy thing. Because how you leave a church, but then you keep the contact information of everybody in the church. Uh-huh. Because this what somebody in the leadership is you're not supposed to do that. When you leave your job, are you supposed to keep a contact, keep the contact list for everybody that works there? No, you're not.
0: Right. <laughs> right. You know, you know, you, you you leave, but you got a problem with the leadership. Like leave the people alone. leave, 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 leave the people alone, you know, uh, uh, uh there, there some friendships that I had, that I had to like cut loose mm-hmm. because, because I left the church. Why? Because, be, because, because the leader, the leader was at odds against me mm-hmm. and I, and, and, you know, I had to tell him straight up, but like, listen, I know, we, I, I know we developed a friendship, but that's your leader. That's right. That's your leader. And uh, your leader is at odds with me, you know, and, 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 and you know, by this time it was open so you know your your leader is at odds with me. So you know I I can't be friends with you, man. I'm sorry, you know.
1: Yep, and if it's meant to be, God will allow it to come back around in another season. We've yeah. had those seasons come back around where you know in a place of honor. Hey, this is your leader. You stay here. So we we just gonna back up, we'll reconnect later in life. And there's been other people that we've been able to have that blessing to reconnect with, you know, as they were in a different season. Yeah. That's but true. whatever season did or did not transpire, or however that went on their end, it happened on based on assuming, because I didn't ask the details, based on the timing of what God intended. There was no outside influence or encouragement or anything like that y'all have to realize how wicked stuff like that is I and mean, if we really love people the way that we say that we do uh they should be comfortable they should be able to be wherever they're at regardless of how you feel about it yeah regardless of how you feel about it so which kind of brings me back to that question from the episode you know well can I still be friends with somebody that that left the church as long as they're not trying to wrongfully influence you to leave and go with them? But how many people really have that maturity to allow you to stay loyal to where God sent you? Right. I know a handful of people that are friends, and literally a handful, without using all the fingers, that are, are legitimate. Not just friends. I'm talking about loyal for years. Friends, friends. Covenant friendships. They go to one church. Other person goes to another church. They visit and support their stuff. They visit, support their stuff. Nobody's trying to pull anybody either way. They're just friends. Most people advocating for that in the body of Christ, you don't even have the maturity for that. If we're going to be honest,
0: especially if one left one ministry to go to another,
1: yes, this ain't y'all just friends and y'all happen to go other places,
0: yeah, that's 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 wicked and that's evil if so, you do that,
1: yeah. So, definitely in closing, this is a call for loyalty in the body of Christ, yeah. You've got to be loyal to where God has sent you. first, you got to be loyal to God. yes, we understand that. but we're, we're talking about in relationships. you got to be loyal to God sent you. God didn't send you somewhere to have your soul washed over in order for you to now question that uh, whenever things hit a rough patch. God didn't send a spouse in your life for you to now uh, question being loyal or their loyalty in a rough patch. When God sends covenant friends in your life, iron sharpens iron. So the rough patch don't mean it ain't God. And then, you know, we love to throw that scripture. Well, how can two walk together unless they agree? That didn't mean on every little thing. If you like barbecue sauce and I like honey mustard. So what we can't walk together because we don't agree on what to dip the French fries in. That's silly. Y'all love to take that scripture out of context. You dip your French fries in your little ketchup and I'm going to dip my French fries in a respectable sauce and I still love you. Because we don't do catch up. <laughs> yeah, I still love you. Y'all stop taking that scripture out of context, and learn to develop some true biblical loyalty, and you will be surprised how your life really flourishes. Any closing remarks you got? And
0: some of you need to go back and apologize. Ooh, that's good. Yes, for 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 how you handled your part of the mm-hmm. situation. You looking for an apology? You need to apologize first. That's what you need to do. Oh, God talking well, you know, to some of you don't want to do that they don't to, because see, whatever you you feel like you're right, you feel like you shouldn't have to apologize. That ain't scripture. The Bible even says agree with your adversary quickly. The your Bible adversary. Says. So 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 if your adversary got an accusation, then guess what? The Bible said the Bible says, go ahead and let them be right. Mm-hmm. Let them be right. Apologize.
1: Oh no, we can't do that. You know
0: how many times I had to apologize even when I was right. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. That was not my intention. Mm-hmm. This was my intention. That That's maturity. Yes. That's maturity. See, all this splitting and going and stuff, and I had to learn all this too. All this splitting and going and breaking up and, and falling out, that's evidence of immaturity. Mm-hmm. That's evidence of immaturity, and it just shows that God can't trust you. God will never launch you like that. Mm-hmm. God will never launch you like that. So, yeah, go back and apologize. Yeah. And if you can make amends in the relationship, and if y'all can mend that relationship, do it if you can. And if
1: somebody apologizes to you, don't be petty. Receive them back. Yeah. You receive them back like you will want somebody to receive That's you back. That's the Bible. That's a wrong. commandment. Y'all be well, well. I love you, but uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Take Sister Watermelon back.
0: Yeah, take her back. She ain't mean. That. It, may, it may be a minute to build trust back. Okay, okay, maybe a minute to build trust back. But you owe that to that person. Yes, to indeed. give them a chance, and they owe it to you Ooh. to build trust again. This, this is for the mature. This strong milk. Because like, see, this is this, this this is the stuff that affects your salvation. This ain't even meat. This the strong milk before you get to the meat. Yeah, see, see, this is the stuff that affects your salvation right yeah. there. You know this because see it 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 really reveals what's in your heart Ooh. and the kind of person you are. See the sins of the heart are are, are the greatest offenses against God you can ever have, mm. and the sins of our heart is shown in how we treat one another. Mm. Yeah 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 yeah. The sins of the heart is how is shown in how we treat one another. Our bitterness, our unforgiveness. You know our pride, you know all of that. See y'all, y'all want to harbor on fornication.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's all y'all talk about. You got to be holy, baby. And what 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 I mean? Don't listen to secular music. Don't 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 go to the movies. Don't fornicate. Don't commit adultery. Y'all harbor on all the obvious stuff. Okay, that may be wrong. All right, uh, uh, but you don't talk about the pride. You don't talk about unforgiveness you don't talk about you don't talk about offense you don't talk about that the the you don't talk about you don't talk about the hatred in people's hearts mm-hmm. i didn't know so many people had hatred in their heart
1: just as nasty i didn't know so many people would be so quick to lie out their mouth and swear up and down and call it god i i am
0: appalled i said lord
1: do these people not the amount, I, I I think I've been lied to more by say folks. Than
0: I've never met so many liars in <laughs> my life until I got in the well, church. We'll wrap
1: it up in a scripture in a minute. I'm like, "Jesus,
0: I didn't know church people lie like that." I'm like, you know? y'all, y'all y'all ain't never scared, is y'all. I Goodness. heard some of the lies about me. I'm like, "This is new." <laughs> oh, what else I do? <laughs> I did that. <laughs> You know, and sometimes you hear somebody saying enough. You you start questioning yourself. Like I know I didn't do it, but did I do that? You know, no. You just no. Like a Steve Urkel, did I do that? <laughs> 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 no, but 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 you, you you know you you know you ain't do stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like you you, you know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. We gotta do better. We gotta yeah, do better. stop lying.
1: Stop lying. uh Learn to have true loyalty. Loyalty doesn't so right. come without testing, trying. It doesn't come without working through issues. But you've got to recognize who to hold on to, and, and when to release people. With if they don't want to repent and they don't want to change, you got to let them go. But if yes. there's any ounce of commitment, if there's any ounce of repentance or improvement, give that person a chance to work out their soul salvation in that area. Your love yeah. got to be stronger. That's that's true. The strong milk can't go to meat yet till you get the strong milk. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and, and end this episode. This was a lengthy one, but I pray you guys got a lot from this. Be sure to, again, check out the links in the description box and the show notes. Find out how you can support the podcast and follow us over on IG at King Queen Blair. Until next time on the F3 Podcast, goodbye.